0: Everybody. Welcome to the show this morning. It's love month. Yay. It's also wedding booking season for me, so I really like this month. <laughs> I love doing weddings. They make me happy. So, how are you all doing on this love month? I gotta say we're having really good weather, like feels so much like spring. That I keep a really close eye on my cow herd because it feels like we should start calving even though we actually should not start calving until later March. But yeah, any cows have a kink in their tail or looking like they're, you know, stomping around uncomfortable, I'm on it because sure feels like that. We have such different weather patterns than we normally do. So let's talk about love. I had the um, privilege of uh, doing an event on Friday. It was at um, a hotel in the city that I live near. It was gorgeous. So gorgeous. Um, it was a great big wedding event and there was a lot of vendors. And I got to be in this really cool-shaped room with some absolutely fantastic people. We ended up being the party room Those of you that know me in person are not surprised by that because, you know, we know how to have fun. Got some, you know, cool mom points with my 11-year-old because I was hanging out with some DJs, and we brought the party. It was really good. I completely enjoyed everything about it. And even if I got zero wedding bookings, which I didn't, I got lots, it was still such a magical uplifting experience that it would be worth it sometimes we discount or forget to acknowledge things that make us happy because we worry about the price tag or the money situation of it and we just want to let that go (laughs) let that go. Yes, it cost me money to be part of this, but it was worth it. It was really worth it. It was energetically uplifting and I made some really cool connections and I get to do some really cool weddings. I like unique and quirky. I'm not really a traditionalist. (laughs) I've always kind of been a little left of center, let's say. I like to do things my way. I don't like to be told what to do. And so um, I attract couples that um, have similar energies, and it's really, really cool. I've gotten to do some really neat things with weddings. And so, yeah, I, it was so good. It just it kept me uplifted. Because, you know, then I didn't do the radio show last week because we got some sad news. An uncle who had cancer, he crossed over. It was pretty sad. But I have to say, we went to the funeral on Monday, and there was so much love. He was very loved by his family, by his community. The church was packed to overflowing The senior center that we had the afternoon part of it at was packed to overflowing. Even though it was a sad day, there was so much love in the room, so much love. I hope that was um, a comfort to his family, but I realize that in these situations it's so raw that you might not no, right? You're probably—they're probably pretty numb. I got to um, catch up with a lot of people that I don't get to see. I do have a large family. We um, met for lunch um, before, and the restaurant was full, and my boys were totally amazed that they were related to pretty much three-quarters of the people in this restaurant. Because we don't live near family, we live a few hours away, and so sometimes, you know, I don't know about things. I always joke that I'm the psychedelic sheep because I'm not in their day-to-day, and so sometimes they forget about me. Yes, there's been family reunions I didn't know about, and so when they were asking me, so how come you weren't there? I'm like, well, let me tell you. another cousin says, oh, my gosh, that happens to me, too. I said, well, thank you. I don't feel like such a loser now, but I need to try more. I need to make more connections. I need to pay attention, I guess, because, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm over here. I mean, I'm in my own world, which is pretty fabulous. You know, I love my ranch. My boys are amazing. My husband is awesome here with my cows and my horses and my cats and my dog, and I need a few more quirky animals. I'm still looking for a highland cow. I think that would be a good addition to my menagerie. Anyway, so even though it was a a sad day and we said goodbye to someone pretty special, there was so much love. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Got a lot of hugs. A lot of people I was delighted to see, even if the circumstances sucked. And I do tend to look for the positive in things. It was also interesting for me because it was kind of a journey to my past, right? Because I used to live in that town and, you know, ran into people that I hadn't seen since I left. And then there were some people that, you know, I grew up that came from where I grew up, because I didn't grow up in that town specifically. And they just looked at me like, wow, we haven't seen you since I was a teenager. And it was really cool. It was really neat, because, you know, our world is busy. We feel like we're always on the go, and so it was nice to reconnect, even though it, it was brief. Some cousins and I are like, yeah, we need to try to get together, and, have a visit and catch up properly and I'm going to really work to make that happen. I know. I'm not always good at that part. I do tend to be a little bit of a hermit. But I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm going to see. Cuz you know there's it all fits with this love month. There's different versions of love. You know, when we got home on Monday and all my pets were so excited to see me and my horses were like, "Hey, I know. I have a good connection to all of my animals, which is why this works for me. We understand each other, and, and um, there's love. It's awesome. I had to go open the gate for my uh, pretty, pretty princess, you know, the diva, and then her apprentice, which I just named Tequila. So I can say that I was chasing Tequila. I know. I have to amuse myself. A friend actually said that to me, that I should have a cow named Tequila because it seemed like it would be good. So I did, as I opened the gate for them and they sauntered through. Like, thanks, Shannon. There's a version of love right there, right? I know this month is hard for some people who don't have a romantic partner, but there's other forms of love. Um, On Sunday night, we just had a crazy, hectic weekend. We had the wedding show and then we had some 4-H stuff. And Sunday night, we were all chilling and watching a movie, and I look around at my family, and I just felt so blessed, so blessed. We have a good life. We are happy. We get to do some pretty cool things, have some nice experiences, but we also have this really big connection, which, I mean, it doesn't always come naturally. Sometimes you have to work at it. But it's worth it. And so when I went to this family funeral, I was um, a little nervous because I wasn't sure how the day would go. Because, you know, let's be realistic. You don't get along with everybody in your family all the time. But I have to say the people that don't like me and that I don't like stayed well out of my energy and my bubble. Now, granted, I have a few tools. May or may not have worked to make that happen on my big drive down. But the thing is, it worked. (laughs) It worked so well. The people that came and talked to me or that I got hugs from was all people that were just as delighted to see me as I was delighted to see them. The people that weren't delighted to see me didn't really come near me. And that's good too. You know, the thing is, some of them I would have liked to catch up with, but I decided a long time ago that if they don't like me, it's okay, and I'm going to choose to honor that. I'm not going to force myself on them or try to force a relationship that they're not interested in. But it also works the other way, right? When some people are trying to force a relationship with me that I'm just not interested in, I honor myself by being pretty cool, right? Quite chilly, actually, because, you know, we only have so much time and energy. And there's a lot of people in my world that I do delight in spending time with. Some I wish I, you know, got to spend more time with. But that's up to me to make that happen, right? Because like I said, love comes in all sorts of forms. And we need to maybe like open ourselves up a little to these other forms of love and kind of, you know, maybe pay attention to it, acknowledge it. I mean, let's be realistic. When you have a pet, that's total unconditional love, even when they're cats. (laughs) Seriously, some days I feel like I'm just a pet butler here. And the livestock, make sure they're fed, water taken care of. But I wouldn't change that because I do love it. A lot of my family and friends tell me that they love my cow stories that I post on Facebook. I should post more than once I get cowgirl. I'll do that. Anyways, um, they say that they always look forward to my stories because, I have quirky adventures with my cows because, well, they're cows. And I do feel sometimes, though, they just do foolish things because they want my attention, you know, acting out just so they get to spend time with me. I mean, that's how I'm, I choose to look at it. <laughs> so let's talk more about love. need to connect to that energy right now. I mean, our world is pretty weird lots of chaos going on, lots of things that we don't really understand. So to simplify, slow down, and connect to the things that you love is what's going to get us through this. Um, patterns of behavior are past. I think the, the Peely report that I, I adore, they come out on Wednesdays. It will probably come out later. I do believe his last one I probably deleted the message. But it was really good because it was all about family and past patterns. And I was like, wow, that's pretty timely since I was going to um, a family funeral. I should try to find that because it was interesting. I find that... um, Sometimes we get so busy that we forget to um, just really slow down and acknowledge and take that time to be present for things that you want to be part of. So let me see. It's time to let go of the past, not just by walking away, but by closing space with heartfelt grace so we can all say what we need to say. That's from the Peely Report for last week. I thought that was really, really good because I knew that I would have a journey energetically into my past when I was going to this funeral, and not all of it is pleasant. A lot of it is. <laughs> my cousins were saying they still tell Shannon stories. i was a bit of a wild child. Yep, yep. I had a lot of fun. Um, some of it not are some relationships that are estranged, estranged, a little strange. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. I felt no guilt <laughs> that I wasn't speaking or didn't have a conversation with some people, none whatsoever. I was happy about it. Because, you know, sometimes you just have to let it go and let it work itself out. It's okay, right? Because we have to remember that there's two sides to every story, right? And, you know, my perspective of the events and what happened is probably vastly different from the other person's because we all have our own filters. And we can still practice loving them without liking them. I mean, when you love someone, you want good things for them, even if those good things don't include you. That's what I think love is. Not having conditions. Not wanting someone in your energy just because they do things for you or they make you feel good, even if you don't do the same for them. Having someone be happy without conditions. And, you know, sometimes these spiral back to the past. I've had nightmares, actually, since we got home, venting out a lot of stuff. And that's okay. I mean, it makes for crappy sleeps. But I knew this was going to happen, and so I'm just going to work myself through it. Because the thing is, I have a lot of love in my life, so I can. I'm not in a space where I need approval from anybody else. I like who I am. I like my life a lot. (laughs) And I haven't always been able to say that. There's been definite times in my world that I thought, wow, this has to change. This completely sucks. And I'm not sure what to do about it. Not right now. Yes, there's definitely chaos at times and things that I wish didn't happen, but for the most part, I've worked pretty hard, you know, through spiritual practices, energetic tools, becoming more aware to get to this point where I could go to this funeral and make it an experience that while sad, still was good. Because we weren't there to wail and flail. We were there to celebrate this man's life, and it was a life worth celebrating. It was. It was. And, you know, I do know that in the past I would have felt the urge to um, be the one to fix, strange relationships, but I have learned that that's just not always possible or healthy. Sometimes it's really not healthy because, you know, there's lessons to be learned not just by me but by the other person. And I am a rescuer. I am a fixer. If people are hurting, I am so intensely empathic that I want to help them, and that has been to my detriment because that's not love, right? I do feel that we need to um, look at our personal definition of love. What does love mean to you? When my black and white kitty comes and snuggles up and lays on me and purrs and wants to be petted, I feel that's love. <laughs> when my black and white horse will cross the pasture to come and see me. I mean, I get it. I know he's hoping that I have an apple tree in my pocket, but I still call that love. <laughs> Cuz I love it. I love that he comes to see me. I also love that if my husband goes out to catch him he runs away, and if I go out he comes up to me. I call that love, man. I've always had that talent to annoy my brothers, hee hee, so of course I flaunted it because, you know, I'm a little sister. What about the love we feel when we have a really good friend, right, when you can cry together, giggle together, share things, swear together, (laughs) that's amazing when we're doing something that we love, whether it's skiing, roping, riding your horse, tobogganing, dirt biking, I feel like sometimes we um, dismiss the energy because we feel like if we revel in it, it may go away. We tend to have this pattern of Dwelling in the negative and not dwelling enough in the positive. And I do feel if you could connect to unconditional love for yourself, your life would be more peaceful. It's an energy connection. It's honoring who you are I mean, let's face it, we can get so sucked down in the being told who we are. That's probably one of my saving graces. I don't like to be told anything necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of being told what to do. No. And so, especially if it doesn't make sense to me, yeah. And so I, um, I've never... All- Well, you know, I've still got caught in the trap sometimes, but people telling me who I needed to be, who I needed to date, it always did the opposite. You know, I bet you some of my past relationships would be completely shocked as to what the turning point was, why I ended the relationship. There was the one time that the mother of the man I was dating says to me, I'm so glad you're in his life. Because I feel like you will, you know, kick his ass and, you know, get him to, you know, be more successful and, you know, do something with his life. I was like, oh, hmm, is that who I wanted to be in this man's life? Like, ah, no, no. That was a turning point. Of course, I never told him that. But, yeah, I'm like, yeah, dibs out. Dibs out. It seemed like other people had more invested or expectations of who I was supposed to be in these relationships, and it didn't match who I am. I mean... Yes, you're not supposed to let other people in, but how can you not? There's a few other things, like some stuff would come up, and I was like, huh. I kind of would get a glimpse, like a snapshot of what the future with this person would be like, and then I got to decide whether that fit what my goals for my life were or not. And obviously a lot of times it was not. But the husband I have now was a, yes, it does. Yes, it does. He's so fantastic. It just makes me smile. We're good together through the rough parts, and we're good together through the not rough parts, the really great parts. He is what I was looking for. sometimes it takes a lot of trial and error before you get there. <laughs> and the thing is, don't give up on love and realize that it comes in many different forms. It's not a straight line. And I think sometimes we dismiss love if we don't feel like we deserve it. And we do, everybody, every single one of us. I've been working a lot on forgiveness. Because, you know, and a lot of it was just forgiving myself for not realizing or understanding certain situations and maybe reacting with less than grace. But also understanding that it is what it is and Reacting with less than grace is what I needed to do to get through that situation because I was operating with what I knew. I did the best I could with what I knew at the time. Would I do things differently now? Absolutely. I have released a lot of guilt and shoulda, woulda, couldas. Because we end up with a lot of conflict in our lives, internal conflict. Well, I wonder if I would have just done that if that person wouldn't be mad at me now. Or, like, But it's not that simple either. We're all here to learn from each other. Which is why I chose the forgiveness journey for today as our guided meditation, so that we can release some energies, that might be making us feel trapped or guilty, and move forward. And I felt it was timely because I'm sure I'm not the only one with Valentine's Day who, you know, is feeling some uncomfortable energies about some things. I mean, it is love month, and we tend to be reflective on past loves, I'm sorry, my dog is being super weird right now. He's like, I don't know, like not barking, but he's whining. What is the matter, puppy? Just give me one second. Maybe he was just telling us that he loves us. (laughs) He's a big enough dog to love everybody, believe me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, he decided he needed to go outside, so there we go. All right. Reset our energy. Did you know that horses shake to reset their energy? I found that very entertaining when I was at this workshop, and we were told that because when I'm working with clients, I always tell them to shake after we've done some energy changes. Speaking of that, I haven't done this on the show for a long time, but let's do, let's do one of those big energy connections. Okay, so I want you to take a nice big breath in and out. And if you choose to say yes, just say yes out loud. But I would like to connect you all, everybody that's listening and everybody that's interested Energetically, nothing ever happens without your permission, even if you don't realize you're giving it. So let's connect you all to the energy of unconditional love from the universe's definition, perspective, and understanding. So take a nice breath in and say yes if you want this. Nice. One more. Let's connect you all to how it feels to unconditionally love yourself. Ooh, some resistance there. That's okay. That's okay. You can, for those of you that experience that, you can try it again after we do the forgiveness journey. The rest of you, nice. Very nice. Cool. Good job. We need more love in our world, right? But we need to not make love complicated. We need to make it an energy that we can tap into, we can return to again and again. Let's do that. Let's teach you how it feels to connect to love energy. Say yes. Nice. Good job. Excellent. So shake up your energy. I want you to wiggle a little bit. So... On the day that my uncle crossed over, there was a ton of activity in my house. My TV kept doing weird things because I have to have it on sometimes during the day if it's windy outside or my road is really busy because when my dog hears all this, he barks and he gets restless. So for him to go to sleep, I know. See, I am the pet butler. I have to have the TV on so that he has some background noise and doesn't get all edgy with stuff. And so on that day, the TV was, like, doing It would reset itself. It would change its own channel. <laughs> there was all sorts of weird energies, which just made me smile when I said hi because I knew what was going on. They were just stopping in to say hi, and that's okay. It's completely settled down now. You know what else I noticed, so? Oh. Those of you that know, I do have talents. I can do medium readings. I've never felt the crossed over loved one during the funeral service. They're not there. I think it's too hard for them. I have felt them after, you know, like at the the luncheon and the gathering later at the house or, you know, wherever that part is. I have felt their energy then. But never at the service. I should talk to some other mediums and see and see um, if they've experienced the same. And I look. <laughs> oh, I try. I try to see if they're there, and never. I just find that kind of interesting. I would suspect it's because it's too hard for them to watch their loved ones in pain during the service, because it is emotional, and there's a lot of tears. Yeah, but they, also, but they like to have the connection part after when people are hugging each other and, you know, funerals bring people together, right? And that part is a good energy. Okay, I just want to check the time because I want to do this forgiveness journey. Okay. I want to make sure I have enough time, so I'm going to start it now. So give your energy a shake. Take a nice deep breath. If you need to take a drink of water, I'll give you a few moments to do that. And so this is about the last 25 minutes of the show. So if you need to come back to this journey, please, absolutely, as many times as you need to. Forgiveness is a tricky thing, right? We're never sure if if we should (laughs) or if we can forgive ourselves. Mhm. I'm helping a friend go through a rough time right now, and I said to her, "I'm keeping. I want you to stay angry. Yes, I could help you work through some stuff, but you need to stay angry about this situation so you can get stuff done for you and your kids. Because nobody else is going to look out for you in this situation except for you, right? Just because of how things happened." yeah, let's talk midlife crisis, cliche, but so sometimes forgiveness is not the right time. So that's why if you, you know, want to come back to this meditation later on, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so here we go. I hope you're all ready. Now I have a cat doing weird things, but that's Okay just because they love me and want my attention, right? Okay, here we go. Becoming aware of your breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Just breathing. Then let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release, and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal, it's time to go within. As the normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around head, neck and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling. Going on. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath across the upper back and circling around through the chest. A warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort, down both arms, hands, and fingers releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering, is it a breathing of the breeze or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus, every breath drifting deeper now. gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, ankles, and around the feet, through the feet. Now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, Two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. Sometimes a person is out there on their path in life, carrying all those bundles and bags of leftover or long-ago negative feelings, it's a heavy load. Perhaps it just might possibly be time to put it down, to imagine such a thing. Imagine releasing from all that. Imagine the release becoming unburdened from the bags of it all, such a thing to walk away free and clear. If someone were to imagine getting clear of it, to walk away and become free from carrying that baggage all that long while, all the long while, and then to put it down. Walk away and forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for carrying such a heavy load about the past thing, the past situation. What if a person were able to do that? Put it down. And then keep walking and walk faster. And at some point, a person would stop, turn, and those bags and bundles would be smaller. And that's when they would forgive themselves. Then they would turn back around and face forward, walking faster and lighter and freer, becoming more free and in relief. Imagine now to walk a couple more blocks, stop, turn around, and imagine how tiny the bags are. Compassionately, imagining the sense of forgiveness. Face forward once again, walking even faster and lighter and freer. Having almost walked into a run, so free now. Stop for a moment. Get a grip. Could those? Would those bags and bundles hardly be available to sense in any way? Blip. They're gone. Forgive yourself and get into forgetting. Lighter, freer than ever before. To get a sense of moving forward now means lifting higher and higher because everything's going to be okay. Standing taller. Strong and proud, spine straight, chest lifted, shoulders back, walk forward, holding head high. look up the way and get a sense of down the road just knowing that somehow some way surprisingly a way opens up for something wonderful up ahead walking faster. Seeing farther. Each quicker step increases positive energy. Energy building and building. Empowering experience more and more than ever before. strong being, strong mind, strong mind, strong being, empowering and moving through space and time. To meet evermore of what is rightfully positively belonging, embracing all around and all through. And as we close our journey for now, easy, calm, and comfortable, knowing that this positively focused imagining is given with positive intent for positive benefit as the conscious and subconscious work together now in harmony, bring back the importance of the journey into conscious, outer, awake life. First, at zero to reinforce these positives. And at one, with a deep cleansing breath in and release. And now, two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake. Say your name out loud. Eyes open, wide awake. Say your name out loud. Eyes open wide awake. Say your name out loud. (sighs) Wow. I don't know what else to say about that one. That was a little bit intense for me. I will be coming back to this journey and listening to it again. I do feel lighter, though. Hopefully it gets rid of all my nightmares that I was having the last few days. focus more on love. That part will be easy. I'm going to feel loved in about an hour or so when I'm giving my cows a hay bale. I know. It's all about the food, but that's okay. That's okay. Well, I want to wish you all a really good day. I am going to close the show a a couple minutes early, not many minutes, and I'm going to wish you all an abundance of love and a wish for you all to recognize love in all its forms and feel uplifted by it. Hugs.